Welcome to the Everyday Advocate Podcast, where we sit down and talk about empowered leadership and healthy relationships as we work in the field of human trafficking and how you can grow as a mentor and leader wherever you are today. Well, welcome to season two, episode two of the Everyday Advocate podcast. And I could not be more thrilled for this first interview. We have a mentor and mentee from our program that have been matched for, I think, six years. And it is so beautiful to hear them talk about how their relationship has grown from, you know, their first meeting to where they are now six years later to see how they have grown and matured and how their relationship has grown and matured and really just on display the power of mentorship the power of saying yes to being in an intentional relationship with someone and how that can really make all the difference in someone's life. So I can't wait for you to hear from Mandy and Kay, mentor mentee in the allies mentorship program to dear friends of mine, honestly, and they're just such a joy to be with, but sitting here today and having them share what it's been like to be in a relationship and maybe especially for Kay to hear her say, what life would be like if she hadn't been part of our program and had a mentor is just so powerful. And so I hope that it will inspire you to be intentional and to be a part of someone's life in a really committed and faithful way, because we never know what impact we might make in someone's life. So let's take a listen. Well, I'm just thrilled for this conversation. I am sitting across the table from two people that I adore and respect and admire and just love. And I can't wait for you to hear this conversation. We've actually been sitting here for probably half an hour talking. We said, okay, we need to like get down to business and hit record. So here we are. I am with Mandy and Kay, who are a mentor mentee pair in our, well, have been in our program. And we just decided that you've known each other, what, six years? which is so great and so crazy. Okay. So I, I will let you guys introduce yourselves. So we'll start Mandy. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? I'm Mandy Long and I'm a mentor in the mentorship program, the allies mentorship program and have been for, I think about seven years now. Really love it. I've been kind of part of allies in different, all different kind of so many different ways, ways. Yeah. (laughs) Over those past years. And it's just been a real honor and just fantastic to, to be part of it. So thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you like to do? Who, what do you do in your spare time? What do I like to do? I do a lot of crafting, Mm -hmm. sewing, trying to learn to crochet, then not going all that well. (laughs) My mom can crochet an octopus out of yarn in like two seconds flat. And she's trying to teach me, but I'm just not catching on. I love all things girly, like I love to shop and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. You drive a, a really cool Jeep. I drive a Jeep <laughs> and I love to ride around in my Jeep. Mm-hmm. I love animals. I have two cats and three dogs. We have a 10-month-old chocolate lab who I'm obsessed with. <laughs> so it's awesome. Yeah. Back to the crafting. I'm going to go do a little rabbit trail. Do you cross-stitch at all? I do. Actually, cross-stitching and embroidery are actually two things I'm pretty good at. Really? Because yes. I've been toying around. Well, I think it's because I get these Facebook ads of these really cute little cross-stitching projects. Yes. And I thought, I think I would really love that. 
Yes. And if you can get the ones that are pre-printed or that you can buy an iron on oh, and iron it onto. Yeah. You remember our grandmas, maybe yes. how they used to. Mm-hmm. Those were, I didn't know this until recently. Those are a lot of like iron-ons. Oh. But you can buy the iron-on and put it on like a tea towel or a pillowcase or whatever you want to put it on. Yeah. And they make great gifts. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Embroidering is much more easy for me than crochet has been by a thousand times. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to just – I almost put it on my Christmas list to to do the the cross-stitch. And now maybe, I, maybe I'll pull I think you would enjoy it. You should give it a try. I need something mm-hmm. that's like, you know, art like a good like – what am I trying to say? Art like, outlet. Art or outlet. Like in my outlet. downtime, a creative outlet. That's the word I was looking mm-hmm. for. Like yeah. something just kind of not mindless, but something different yeah. to think about, you know? I so. like origami. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. It's really fun because you can like focus on your muscle memory when you get good enough at it oh, and just true. like mindlessly make over origamis. Over again. Yeah. I like that. I like to like hang them from my ceiling and stuff. So it's like a decor. <laughs> what kind of origami shapes do you like? animals or I don't know a ton I'm trying to learn more okay. but right now I can make paper cranes paper butterflies I've recently learned how to make a flower Ooh. <laughs> but yeah I definitely need to learn more see okay this is convincing me I need some kind of creative outlet to do it's in my spare time we were just talking about how all of our birthdays are really close together yes. and that we're the same <laughs> horoscope sign or the yeah. same star uh-huh. sign <laughs> very creative and we're very creative people we mm. need a creative outlet yeah so that makes sense to me that you would mm-hmm. need one I used to think for a while it was going to be like cake decorating or cookie decorating because I really, on my kids' birthdays, excuse me, I really get into the cake. Like Mm -hmm. I want it to be awesome and I always bite off more than I can chew, but it usually turns out okay. And so I've really, really have enjoyed that. And I think because of that, like I need something to channel that energy into. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for letting me go down that rabbit trail. (laughs) Kay, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Kay. I teach two-year-olds. I've been a mentee for about six years. Yeah, about six years. I don't know what else to say. I like to longboard. (laughs) What? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's really fun. It's not great at this season because it's way too cold. But yeah, yeah, I've actually sprained my ankle longboarding. (laughs) So that was fun. Can you do it indoors too? Yeah. Yeah, I've actually, one time I brought my longboard to work and like let my kids take turns riding on it while I was holding them. It was so fun. Best day ever. (laughs) What, tell me what is the best thing about hanging out with two-year-olds all day? Their personalities because they're really, little kids are just like drunk adults that are (laughs) miniature. (laughs) I've always said that. I just want to say I've always said that. They're so fun. They're such a party. (laughs) They just do crazy stuff all day long and we just react to it and... It's the best job ever. <laughs> Especially if there's another adult in the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of witness it together and like <laughs> yeah. share. the. Because I used to teach. And so, you know, I had a classroom full of five-year-olds. And sometimes the kids would do something so funny. And I'd look around and there was no one to like <laughs> make eye contact with. But when you do, mm-hmm. that's the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So we start every episode by asking what is encouraging you lately. And the reason we do that is because – Sometimes we talk about hard topics or serious things, and also we have found that it is sometimes difficult for people to answer what has been encouraging you. So it's a really good exercise to think like, okay, what in my life is encouraging me? Because sometimes we focus on the things that are hard. So ladies, what has been encouraging you lately? Either one of you can go first. 
<laughs> I'll go. I'll go first, and and then and I'll give Kay time to think about what she wants to say. <laughs> I'm gonna say my book club has been encouraging me. I didn't even know you were in a book club. Yeah, so I do a book club with some ladies. My cousin kind of got it all started, and then she had a bunch of friends. It's been really fun to meet new people. That's been encouraging for me. They've been there through some tough times and just kind of reading and or listening to books, even because I work from home. So like even on my lunch or just something to kind of break up the day has been really encouraging. And we've read everything from like a really, I I was actually really annoyed with my cousin for picking this book. Like it was like a romance <laughs> kind of like, yeah. who's that? Colleen Hoover, right? She's oh, an yeah. author. I yeah, know Colleen Hoover. It was awful. I was like, I cannot believe you picked this terrible book. And right now we're reading The Color Purple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we've gone from like uh, every possible gambit you can imagine. But it's been really, really encouraging and fun. That's good. So, yeah. There's something about, too, I don't know how often you guys meet, but there's something nice about like a consistent group of people that you see. Yes. That you know you're going to see mm-hmm. and – like there's a commitment there. Yep. And so there's consistency. There's something nice about that. Whatever it may be. Book Absolutely. club or a small group from church or even like class or coworkers. Like there's something nice about that. And there's something kind of interesting that mm-hmm. happens. And I bet I'm not the only person. There's moments when I don't want to do it. Yeah. There's moments when I'm like, I don't want to get up on Saturday morning early and go for brunch or mm-hmm. make my house ready for brunch or whatever. But as soon as I get it going and we get all together, it's just so good mm-hmm. that I'm like, why did I ever not want to do this? Mm-hmm. It's that human nature of us yep. that, you know, you push through that and then like you get all together and you're like, I needed that so much. Yep. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's good. I love that. All right, Kay, what has been encouraging you? The gratitude <clears throat> board at my job. <clears throat> we have like a big bulletin board that we write sticky notes on and we write the name of a teacher and something we've noticed they've been doing positive around the center and our board is like so filled up and it's not even like the end of February and it makes me so happy because I have like three sticky notes on there and I'm like it makes me feel great I'm a huge (laughs) like words of affirmation person in the workplace I love hearing that like I'm doing a good job so like, it's right by the bathroom, and we only have one bathroom, so we have to wait for it a lot of the time. Um, so I just read the notes on the board, and it makes me happy that I work in a place where we celebrate the good we do. That is really unique. I've never heard of that before, but how amazing mm-hmm. to have that as a tangible way to be encouraged by your coworkers, too, and not just, like, your boss, but yeah. to notice it in each other. Mm-hmm. I love that. Man, and we all... I mean, we all love to hear good things about us, right? Yeah. And so how cool to be able to see your name up there. That would encourage me too. Maybe we should implement that around here. I kind of like that. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> well, I could just sit and chat with you guys all day, but the reason that you're here is because we are in a series talking about mentorship, different kinds of mentorship, and just the impact that it has on both the mentor and the mentee, and also just to kind of help people who might be listening to this understand what it might look like if they've not been in a mentorship relationship. 
it can, you know, if something is unfamiliar, it can feel intimidating or confusing, or you might not be sure, you know, how it goes. But we want to just encourage people to think about the potential of becoming a mentor or asking someone, hey, will you mentor me? Or just, you know, intentionally pouring into the people around you. So I would love for you guys, maybe you can tag team this question to talk about, just describe the journey of your relationship. Where did it begin? What have some of the kind of markers been along the way to where you are now? So six years, that's a long time to be in a relationship with someone. So yeah, take us back to the beginning and tell us what that journey has been like. So Mandy and I met when I was placed in a foster home and it quickly became like my favorite part of my week because I didn't have like a phone or friends (laughs) or really anything there. Mm -hmm. Um, And seeing Mandy was like, the light of my week genuinely because mm-hmm. it was the only thing I would look forward to but yeah, you're <laughs> oh so so she is gonna make me cry and then be like okay you're in time to talk straight <laughs> out of the gate wow <laughs> so as Kay said I met her when she was in a foster home it was a hard time mm-hmm. it was a hard time Kay was struggling through finding her way through that process. Mm -hmm. And I was having a hard time watching her struggle through that process because I loved her immediately. And we just clicked immediately. We, Kay's birthday is one day before mine. Mm -hmm. We have, we're back to back birthdays and Mm -hmm. we just, honestly, we clicked immediately. So it was easy. Like the first time you met, like it felt natural. Yeah, we were matched and we were matched perfectly. Yeah, Yeah, we were. We were. And I knew that that she needed me during that time. I knew that she needed that time away from the house. I knew that it made a difference. I knew that the consistency was important Mm -hmm. to stay, you know, really close to her and consistent during that time. And, And I think that it was a magical time. Hmm. I mean, we had some really, there was a levity, like joy and happiness and laughter. And there were also days of that were, that were tough Mm -hmm. and that we just were there for each other, honestly. Mm -hmm. Cause I think that even though she was having the hard time, I know she could tell that I struggled too. Like (laughs) when she was sad or like having a hard day and that I was like, I felt that for her. Mm -hmm. Um, but it built a very strong bond mm-hmm. between us and it's what I think has you know catapulted us into this long-term mm-hmm. friendship that we're at now mm-hmm. so were you nervous either one of you entering into kind of that those first times together definitely um <laughs> I was at a point in my life where all of the people I was dealing with were foster people yeah. and they didn't have much regard for my feelings. I was kind of just another case Mm. and I expected having a mentor to be the same. And it was, I was so wrong. Like Mm. (laughs) I could immediately just feel the care. And I realized that like, she's not associated with the foster system in any way. She's just here because she wants to be here. And it was such a great feeling to (laughs) 
and engage with a person that actually wanted to be in my company and yeah. wasn't getting a paycheck off of it. Yeah. We've heard that from other mentees too, that like it really is different when someone chooses mm-hmm. to be and it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That that is different. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's something. So the, I was not nervous. And I think the reason I wasn't was because I had mentored someone before and, you know, she had moved out of the area and, and although we kept contact, we didn't have the mentorship program at that time between us. But so I wasn't, I, I wouldn't say I was nervous, but what I, I do want to share about kind of what we're sharing here is it's really important to me to tell my mentees up front, like I'm not part of social services. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not part of the system. I'm not getting paid to be here. I'm volunteer for this program because Mm -hmm. I want to be here Mm -hmm. to be part of your life and be here for you. And I think, you know, to take some of that intimidation out of for both sides, I think that really helps Mm -hmm. that they know, like, this is just about you and I, Mm -hmm. and you know, the program at allies, but it's not about the system or the foster family that you're living with, or if, you know, if that's the case, or, you know, some of the mentees are in a facility and, you know, so I'm not part of the facility. It's just me. It's Mm -hmm. just me and this program that you've Mm -hmm. entered into. So. And it's um, not about like what goals you reach or like that you're making it through a program. Like it just is life on life. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I will say that for me, I'm a very, I tend to be a very, goal-oriented, very, like, kind of buttoned-up, straight-laced, like, give me my list of accomplishments I need to make Mm -hmm. for this day or for this program or for this thing. But the mentorship program is literally the only thing in my life that I have ever opened my hands Mm -hmm. and just been like, I'm just going to take this as it comes. I'm not going to tick off any boxes. I'm not going to try to like in any way steer this in any situation, in any direction. Yeah. I am just literally going to love unconditionally support and let this build itself. Mm-hmm. And I think that organically, if you do that mm-hmm. as a mentor in a program, it will build itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in a way that is right for you guys. Yes. Yeah not forced in a certain direction or a certain way right. or in a certain amount of time, Yeah, you know? So yeah. Now there might be a mentee out there. I mean, I, you know, there, there could be some like a, a girl in K's shoes that might be like, Oh, I want to tick off these boxes. Sure. Like tell me sure. what we're supposed to be doing uh-huh. here. You yeah. know? And if that was the case, that mm-hmm. would be totally fine too, to yeah. do it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you were nervous, but you got together, you hit it off right away. You're clicking Tell tell me about like the first year, two, three, like what were some of the, I don't know, ups and downs, the thing, the memories, the biggest memories that stick out to you guys? A really big moment for me was I was having like a complete mental breakdown in my foster home because I just felt so out of control of my own life Mm -hmm. and it, I felt so defeated and Mandy came and picked me up and we drove to the church that I was attending And 
just went in to the altar and I just cried. And I remember Mandy cried with me and it was Mm. like the craziest feeling ever that like I knew she felt my pain and she wanted better for me too, like just as bad as I wanted it. And that's when I really knew like (laughs) she's with me forever. Yeah. (laughs) The fact that you felt comfortable enough to do that speaks so much about your trust, but then also like Mm -hmm. you could have gone there by yourself But to have someone sit with you and feel it with you and say, I'm here with you, that, that is like immeasurable. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Do you remember that time? Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The funny thing about that story is like, I was praying and I was telling myself like, do not cry. (laughs) Like this is not your moment to cry. Like keep it together. And I'm usually like, that's really actually usually a big strong point for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. I actually don't usually cry when other people cry because I jump into like action yep. mode uh-huh. of like, oh, help. You yeah. know, don't mm-hmm. – you can't fall apart because someone else is falling apart. Yeah. But there was just something in that moment that happened and I couldn't stop the tears. Mm-hmm. I just felt so like in sync with her on our feelings of like empathy and compassion and – I just, I kept praying, but I was crying. <laughs> we were both just crying. Like, yeah. like the ugly cry. <laughs> yes. Aww. So, yeah, I knew that was a special moment between us as well. But, and you never, I mean, like I said, you just kind of have to let it be organic. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think too, because I was able to show, as she just said, you know, I was able to show her those feelings. Yeah. I think it did help her know that mm-hmm. I care that much. Right. Like your pain mm-hmm. is my pain yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Are there any other big moments that you can think of along the way that you're like, oh yeah, that, that was that was important between us? There was a time where I had like, oh, what was it called? Like a case meeting mm-hmm. with like my DCS worker or it was a team oh. meeting. Team, team meeting, meeting. <laughs> a team meeting with my DCS worker, like foster parents, all of the people. And I just remember feeling like I was like being attacked <laughs> for mm-hmm. stuff that wasn't even true. And Mandy came in and sat in on the meeting with me and stood up for me when like I couldn't do it for mm-hmm. myself. And that was the best. <laughs> yeah. Wow. To have somebody in your corner. Yeah. Yeah. Especially... In that situation where you're a minor and you're with adults and you feel like maybe they aren't mm-hmm. going to take you seriously yes. to have somebody alongside you, that, that's, a, that's a really big deal too. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It's funny. I, I remember that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very, it was very interesting to me the, the entire experience because the mentee that I had before Kay and we're still, everybody knows us, we're still very close yeah. as well. She was very different from Kay, where if somebody would have been accusing her of the things in that room, she would have jumped up and been, like, yelling and, Uh like, been – had a totally different reaction. Mm -hmm. And Kay – I just watched her shrink into her chair, and she was crying. And I was like, okay, well, now I'm going to have to be (laughs) the other person in this scenario. I mean, in an appropriate way, but I had to stand up for her and say, this is not fair. Yeah. 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 So that was another big moment, I think, for us in building trust Mm -hmm. and understanding each other. Mm -hmm. I think the other thing, too, that I – the other things I remember, too, that have been just, like, so – 
awesome for me to get to, just to be a part of and see is like high school graduation yeah. and like going to college and then you know choosing another path and like new jobs and mm-hmm. new house and all those things yeah. that like you would even watch your own kids do right you know or yeah. your little sister or you uh-huh. know so all those things have been so fun mm-hmm. like just to be a part of so as things have progressed, right, so she has been with you through all of these kind of hard things, and here you are. How old are you now? 20. Turning 21 this month. 21. That's huge, by the way. So here you are, this 21-year-old, about, we'll just call it 21. And your relationship is different now. Yeah. And so what does it feel like now compared to back then? How has it changed? Like we're adult friends. <laughs> like... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like we go out and we'll get brunch together and, <laughs> you know, do the adult things. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Or housewarming, mm-hmm. Get, mm-hmm. you know, gathering at your house or, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. I think it feels like we're adult friends too. Yeah. I think it feels like, you know, I still have, for me, I still have that protective big sister <laughs> feeling or, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, definitely more of a... Mm-hmm. And it's been so organic and easy. Yeah. So. So looking back and kind of looking at each other now, what what would you say the impact of the relationship has been for each of you? Like thinking about how your life would be different without each other. How what's the impact been? I would be missing a whole support system without mm-hmm. like allies and Mandy mm-hmm. and our mentor coach, because I mean, this like Wednesday, like yesterday, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was doing homework for school and I was really stressed and I messaged our mentor coach and Mandy and I was like, hey, I need help. You guys are the best cheerleaders. Can you just mm-hmm. like send me some motivation? And they both just like jumped at the opportunity. Mandy was like, I'll be sending you something every day. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I don't have like that type of family that mm-hmm. is super supportive. So Honestly, I feel like without a mentor, like I would be missing like family, Mm -hmm. (laughs) genuinely. That's really beautiful. And also how mature of you to know when you need help and ask for it. Yeah, it was hard. But I was like, I know that they're not going to judge me. They just want the best for me. They love you. Oh, my goodness. I I think that I can take that lesson. I don't always ask for help and encouragement when I need it. Mm -hmm. And that is challenging to me. I'm so glad you did that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's something that she's always that you've always been really good at and you really have I mean there's been several times like that over our friendship that you know she you know has been like hey I could really use you know encouragement or I could use you know hey can we talk you know Mm -hmm. you know even like hey can we meet up for milkshake and you know because I'm just struggling with something Mm -hmm. and I felt like you've always been really good at that. Yeah. So that's been helpful to me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> You're like my mom that I go to. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> what about you, Mandy? What's the impact been for you? It's just been joyful mm-hmm. to me. It's just brought joy to my life. I mean, just being able to be part of it, of, of Kay's life and be part of, of all the awesome things she's done and is going to do. I, it's just a, completely joyful experience. I think if I were to speak on though the whole of the program, the mentorship program and becoming a mentor, 
it has had a huge impact on my life. I mean, it has had a huge impact on me, who I am as a person. And I think the the biggest thing is I don't remember. We've talked about, you and I have talked about this before, and I can't remember the exact post, the exact wording. But you had posted something a long time ago about the world needs less like passionate starts or something in that vein and more just like consistency. So I am that person. I typically will get like, I'm like hot and cold. I'll get like super passionate about something and like be all in on it. And then like two weeks later, I'm like, I I mean, no. (laughs) And this has been that thing that taught me Mm. how to be that. It's not about that first feeling of just inspiration and passion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's a good that's like that's okay. That's a good thing to have. But it's about parlaying that into a consistent and really meaningful and thoughtful mm-hmm. journey. Yeah. And I think also judgment mm-hmm. was a big piece of that puzzle for me of learning to not judge. We're not Maybe the best way to say that is not build a relationship upon what you think the other person ought to do. Yeah, that's right. That's so hard to do. And it's, but it's very so good. Yeah, it can be difficult. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I feel like this was just something that God gave to my spirit when I chose to do this. Mm-hmm. I really do because it's been easier for me than any other thing in my life. Mm-hmm. And it's because I think I'm not trying to steer it. I'm yeah. not trying to be judgmental and be like, you have to choose this yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a difficult because I think that we have a generational almost even in like indoctrination to be that way. Right. Yeah. We kind of are at times with our kids like, well, you have to make yeah. this right uh-huh. choice, mm-hmm. right? But it really, really impacted how I look at things like that now. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of – it's formed both of you in different ways. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For, the long, so. for the long haul. I, I just – it's so beautiful that you've allowed each other to – and it takes a vulnerability and it takes like a humility – to allow someone into your life the way that you guys have. But the beauty that has resulted out of that wouldn't have happened unless you were, unless you did that. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, you could be matched with the mentor and keep it very surfacy, fulfill your commitment, check the box. We met with each other, but you guys have allowed yourself to open up to each other and really let, let each other in. And you, and that has brought about so much more, a, a richer, more fulfilling and beautiful thing, you know, in the end. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And as I think about you saying that, you know, I think about just that ideal of maybe an obligation versus Mm -hmm. a journey or organic Mm -hmm. building of a bond. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I actually am not great with, what you just like the obligation thing, if it feels that way to me mm-hmm. and like checking off a box, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be as good at it mm-hmm. or as interested in it. Yeah. It's going to feel like, right. Like something like you just like, I have yeah. to get that. Oh, I mm-hmm. have to see her once a week and I've got to, ch- 
if it's a different type of way to look at it or consider it, I think that's the magic to yeah. it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. It does make sense. It makes yeah. sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we need to wrap up. Unfortunately, this has been really beautiful, but I'm hoping that people that are listening to the two of you that are listening to kind of the journey that you've been on, how it's kind of played out over the years, the impact that it's had, maybe that will inspire them to think, okay, maybe there's somebody, you know, that I could either open myself up to walking alongside, or maybe there's somebody that I need to ask, Hey, will you mentor me? You know? And so what advice would you give someone that was considering entering into a mentoring relationship, either from a mentor side or a mentee side, what advice would you give? So my advice would be, you can do it. (laughs) (laughs) The world needs you. Mm -hmm. Do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It is not, it is not what you think it is. It is not a Mm checkbox of goals. Yes. There's going to be something you're going to have to sign and say, you're going to do all (laughs) this stuff and all that. But that's not really what it is. It's so much easier than that. It's It can be very just so natural, organic. And as you mentioned, Jessica, that vulnerability, that plays into it. Mm-hmm. My advice truly is consider your highest self, the best self that you are. It's all about love, right, and kindness mm-hmm. and giving and opportunity and vulnerability and opening yourself up to a new experience and you can do it Mm. and you have a coach. Yep. You have an organization and you have a girl that is deserving, you know, an amazing person that you can bond with and have fun adventures and fun moments and memories. And it's great. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) That was a little commercial. Yeah. (laughs) My advice to anyone who is thinking of being a mentee would be to just open up and embrace it. I know that I didn't have a ton of safe adults in my life and I could have very likely ended up on a completely different path Mm -hmm. if I didn't have this adult in my life. Mm -hmm. The impact is a lot better and crazier than you would think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. I just love the two of you. I love, it has been, you know, we kind of, Myself and the other allies staff, right? We've gotten a little like a seat, you know, to watch the two of you grow. And I and I've witnessed literally the both of you grow in so many ways, and it's been really an honor to to witness and be part of. And I just think the world of you both. So thank you for being part of this conversation. And I hope that in six more years, Mm -hmm. we can sit back down (laughs) and have another conversation and see what it's like then. Oh, we will because by then I'm gonna be have my little pseudo grandchildren here. Oh, and be like, yeah. Look at this little cute little thing that she made. Thank you for having us. Thank you for supporting us all these years and through the good and the bad and the. There really wasn't any bad, to be honest, in my opinion. But I'm sure there were. For I'm sure there were, and I just don't remember it. But the good and the hard. There's been hard. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, uh-huh. Thank you for the good and the hard and the everything in between. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's thank you. yeah. Oh, so much love. We'll do the Taylor yeah. Swift heart yes. to oh, end. Yes. We ain't down in LA. So much love. Yes. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> How 
as we're starting the season back up, we really want to hear from you so much so that we want to add a segment to the end of our episodes featuring our listeners. So we would love it if you would send us your feedback, questions, comments. You can do that directly on Spotify. You can send us a message on there or go over to our Instagram account at the underscore everyday underscore advocate and leave us a comment or send us a message. You could also send us an email with your feedback or questions. Our email address is everydayadvocate at allies-inc.org. We genuinely want to hear from you. And so please connect with us and contact us so that you can be featured on one of our episodes. Thank you for joining us for the Everyday Advocate podcast. We hope you left inspired to make a difference in your community wherever you are today. Please be sure to check out our show notes for any resources we happen to mention today and subscribe wherever you're listening so that you don't miss out when a new episode launches. Feel free to give us a rating and share your favorite episodes with your friends to help inspire them to be everyday advocates too. We also would love to hear from you. If you're listening on Spotify, you can drop us a comment in the Q&A box. You can also email us at everydayadvocate at allies-inc.org. And you can follow us on Instagram at the underscore everyday underscore advocate. Send us a message and chat with us there too. We'd love to hear from you. 